Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea, and I have a new co-host. Welcome, Maggie Palmer. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a little backstory on this. So we did have a guest scheduled for today, but she woke up with um, a fever and could barely talk. So we wish her well because we are going to be talking to her about cross training in February, mid-February. That's going to be the February 16th episode, I think. So, but, um, yeah, so we bring it on two new co-hosts, um, and it's you and people might recognize you. The careful listener will know that you are the mother runner who used to live out here then moved to San Martin mm-hmm. and then less than a month later had to leave that island because it was decimated by Hurricane Irma. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> that did happen. Yes. So um, so then, and the other co-host will be on uh, next week's show, and that is Tish Hamilton, the former executive editor of Runner's World. And she was actually, I brought Tish on as a co-host because the Bammers asked for it. Well, we announced on the blog that she was going to be writing about four or five times, maybe even six times a month for us on anothermotherrunner.com. Like we got like four comments saying, oh, you're going to, I loved her when she was on your podcast as a guest. She's going to be a co-host, right? And I was like, why, yes, she is. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then brought you on one because I adore talking with you and you crack me up. I had to like, (laughs) you know, regain my composure before we went on the, you know, recording. But um, that when we're doing the year end episode, I just was like, oh my gosh, like we just are a bunch of older women who don't race and we needed somebody (laughs) with younger kids a younger mom who hopefully maybe races occasionally so occasionally mm -hmm, yes mm -hmm, yeah well and i've been in all honesty i've been wanting to have you on as a co-host for a long time because i just just you never fail to crack me up oh and you've been a model on our site Um, I have been a model on your site. That was how I I just kind of like weaseled my way in and I just keep getting further and further. I'm just, I'm, I'm secretly trying to take over the entire operation. Right, right. You have sharp elbows. You're like, let me in here, let me in here. I'm going to weasel on in. Right, right. So to give people a visual, you know, head on over to Mother Runner store. You're the one modeling the, are my kids still chasing me tea? Yes. And I don't know if if the hats that you're modeling are even still for sale on the site. We might've sold out of. Uh, yep i think that one's gone yeah and maybe there was one other shirt but it's not just bringing to mind which one it is but anyway i know you're the if are my kids still chasing me t Mm -hmm. model so anyway okay so you were on the show like i said after hurricane irma because and the topic was getting your runners who were trying to get their groove back and so needless to say uh, moving cross country moving internationally that was that originally that so when we planned the podcast you were going to be on because it's like oh you've done an international move and then by the time we did the podcast it was like oh now you've been um you know air vacked off a island and living in temporary quarters in chicago so update us on your kind of life situation right now okay (laughs) Because you look super duper pulled together. Do I? You sure do. It's a facade. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it helps to have three kids because you start really building the 
I've got, you know, everything together facade. But yeah, I did that podcast interview with you. I was in a hotel room uh-huh. um, in Chicago uh-huh. and I sent my kids out into the hall and just kind of hoped for the best. And <laughs> I remember I was I was staring at a mirror um, at this tiny little, you know, hotel desk. And you guys were asking about everything that had happened. And it, it was, you know, kind of the first time I had talked about it because I was still kind of in the middle of it. Um, but, and my husband was still on St. Martin. Um, Mm -hmm. he was one of the last ones to leave. I I have to interject that he is truly a hero. I mean, he stayed on until every woman and child was off that island and then he saved the pets. He did. He, yeah. And I'm not going to get emotional here, (laughs) but one pet out of, I think 72 did not make it. And that was my kitty cat, um, Simon. He was 12. And so um, that's kind of, that was the lowest point, honestly. That was was the lowest point of the whole thing. But, um, you know, there were... There were bright moments during the whole experience, the ordeal, um, a lot of people helping one another. And oh, yeah, I mean, it was you just don't know what you're going to do until you're in the situation. So I was very proud of my husband. I think Um, he was one of the senior leaders there. He stayed till the end. He worked with the Dutch government to secure the building. So, yeah, I mean, he really it really I think really showed his true colors. I think that he sounds like he really just stepped up and took you know helped out wherever he could and that's that's a kind of a rare quality in people sometimes yeah yeah everybody i think everybody really stepped up from um his job and i mean he was brand new so nobody really knew who he was so and he's up there trying to tell people (laughs) what's going on and when are the c-130s coming and people are just you know who's this guy right um so that was also kind of you know a challenge for him sure sure okay so from the hotel in chicago then you went to stay with your sister for a while right yeah, so we were at three different hotels, oh boy. and then okay. finally, um, they told us we were going to stay at that hotel, and because we had a pet, we were in a pet room, Oh, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> I'm just going to let it... You're going to let it float like a... Let you marinate. Turd in a kiddie pool. <laughs> let you marinate on what that room looked like. Right. And smelled like. And smelled like. <laughs> and I had three kids and a dog, so... <sighs> That wasn't going to work. Um, my little sister, who I adore, lives in Chicago, uh-huh. and um, she has an amazing husband, and they have no kids. Mm-hmm. They have a fur baby. They have a dog. His name is Sweet Joe, mm-hmm. um, and she let us live with her, and it wow. was amazing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. In a how-many-room place? Three bedrooms. Oh, okay. They so the large. kids were in one mm-hmm. room. We were, Ryan and I were in the other room, so okay. it, it worked out. Mm-hmm. But I did not want to outstay my welcome, so sure. we found an apartment pretty quickly. <laughs> and then this is, and you're, you know, you're settled. You have stuff, or was there stuff to? There was no stuff to move in, right? Um, we had nothing at first, and our stuff was. Uh, so we were only there for three weeks, mm-hmm. and all of in our Saint stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, was coming from Portland on a boat. Mm-hmm. Um, the boat ended up in Jamaica. Sure, of course, uh-huh. mm-hmm. as boats will do. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, when there's you know like three epic hurricanes raging and eventually our stuff found its way to Chicago. Wow. So we did get our stuff, but of course I had sold and given away all my winter clothes because uh-huh. yeah. I was all like, see you later, Portland. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll be in flip flops and a bikini. <laughs> and then, you know, life was like, not so fast. I know that's, I, I think about that so often. I'm like, oh my gosh, Maggie must, because I know that you were selling stuff like a fiend. Oh, you, you saw were... me up in Facebook market. <laughs> you sure were. I didn't even know what that was. But I was like, wow, she's posting a lot of stuff for sale. And then you had like, 
yard sales or garage sales like weekend after weekend it seemed like oh yeah oh yeah i worked that yard sale market hard <laughs> i worked hard there was a lot of negotiating and by the end i was just like throw like people would somebody would buy a stroller and i'm like here's like five packing plays too like just take it just go but it, it was so freeing to get rid of all my oh, stuff i can only imagine it honestly was it's just i wasn't expecting like to absolutely get rid of everything like when we came back to the apartment after the hurricane literally everything was gone and uh-huh. it wasn't my furniture it was the landlord's but the couches the tv was ripped off the wall oh my goodness i mean there was nothing left yeah you said your minivan ended up upside down in the pool complex oh that was the xbox oh, which, oh the yeah, xbox was okay. just as devastating of course um <laughs> no the minivan got a pull through the back window mm, okay yeah okay. a light pull um and i watched it happen it was one of those like oh the light pole it's coming off it's, i was looking out the window <laughs> when we were staying in the building uh-huh and uh yeah no i just kept looking like le- looking to the left there's the car the right there's the pole <laughs> car pull the pole's coming oh geez it's coming undone <laughs> and oh there it is in my minivan <laughs> so oh my gosh you can make one of those little videos that they have on instagram that makes it go back and forth back and forth what's that called you know (laughs) they could replay it over and over and over that's what's looping in my head right right. sure sure um so oh my gosh okay so good all right so i'm glad to let people know that you have indeed you are settled in chicago now for now Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. yep yep and you're wearing winter you're not wearing flip-flops and a bikini i can attest you have nope i i went to target Uh uh-huh darling wrap sweater Uh gave myself a little shopping spree Uh uh-huh actually a lot of people helped our family they give us gift cards and oh how nice yeah Yeah. and you got some and that included some mother runners too yes whoever sent me the shoes yeah amazing they I cried. I mean, they were on my sister's doorstep. I went out and there they were because I lost all my running shoes because obviously that's what I brought. Uh-huh. You know, we had like two suitcases when we moved to the Caribbean and I had all my running stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my shoes, everything. Right. And there were more offers, but we were, you know, that you Sarah said... squashed it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's what happened to everyone. <laughs> Don't spoil her. Don't spoil her. Don't spoil her. Well, I think Sarah had them sent to her house. So after this wraps, I am going to go look under beds and find uh, size nine Sauconies. Right. Right. I know you're not a size nine. No, you've, I would pass along the offers and you very kindly asked people to donate to Heart Strides instead of to your family. I did because, you know, we we're you know, my husband still has his job. I still have my job. Mm hmm. Um, everything's going to be okay, you know, and there's so many people who have nothing. There's, right. we, they took us to Puerto Rico after the hurricane, mm-hmm. and we spent um, two days in Puerto Rico, and those people, you know, I don't even know what's happened to some of them, and it just breaks my heart because oh. they're still trying to rebuild. I was just hearing that on the news this morning. There was, uh, you know, because now Puerto Rico is pushing for statehood mm-hmm. uh, with a harder, with a more intense effort than before, saying that, you know, People in states in the U.S. would never put up with going more than a hundred days without power. You know, there'd be there'd be uprisings. You know, in the streets. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So um, so all right. Let's remind people also of your running background because they might not remember from last time. Oh sure. Well, um, I just want to say that when I was in middle school, <laughs> I <laughs> I was kind of a big deal. <laughs> hey, you're young. That was just a few years ago, right? Yeah. So, so I did really like my peak was in middle school, and it kind of downhill from there. But it can be twin peaks. You, know, you can you can have another. You can be on an upswing. <laughs> I did run in high school, and I'll say maybe I had a similar experience a lot of women have had in high school, which is you get your period, you have a male coach, mm-hmm. and you're like, I've got 
cramps and I cannot run today. And he's like, oh, I'll suck it up and run. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't know. I talked to a lot of women who had that experience and just really turned me off to running because, wow, you know, it just got harder. Your body's changing and... Do you, you know. think do you think if you had had uh, a coach that was more sympathetic to your uh, monthly plight, let's say, do you think it would have <laughs> had a different effect on you? I think so. Uh-huh. My brother um, coaches track and cross country. Oh, the, the girls' team at his high school, and he he's amazing. He's a great coach, and he has two daughters, and he gets it. Uh-huh. I think that's important. But you know that along with um, my brother was like a star runner. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my youngest sister, I have two younger sisters. My very youngest was amazing at uh-huh. track, soccer. Um, the sister right below me was awesome at soccer. And I, you know, uh-huh. I was just kind of, I, again, I peaked in middle school. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up doing um, speech and debate team. And I kind of, I did track and cross country in high school, but, but then just kind of started drifting into that other crowd. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it took me a while to start running again, just, I, w- I would have that competitive nature, you know, like I'm just going to go out for a run, but my GPS, I'd have to pay attention. And uh-huh. well, so. so now you're running and your speech and debate, it's all coming together, a <laughs> confluence here on this podcast. See? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, so you were kind of out of sorts with your running after the tumultuous events of late summer. How, how's working out? How's working out working out for you? It's working out well. <laughs> <laughs> working out, working out, working out. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm doing Orange Theory, and I'm a huge fan of Orange Theory. Uh-huh. Um, you get to run on the treadmill, but it's not all just running. It's right. convenient. It's 60 minutes. Um, it's very close to my house. Uh-huh. And I don't have to deal with... I mean, I like running outside, but it's Chicago, and I'm just not... I don't have the outfit for it yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, but tell people who don't know what Orange Theory Fitness, cause I've done it once cause Dim was into it for a while there when she could still run on a treadmill. Um, but so talk about the, the mix of what it is. I mean, it's, it's a studio. Um, so it's 60 minutes and you book your class, you know, through the app or mm-hmm. online, which is great. Cause I don't like to talk to people. So, you know, <laughs> well, maybe like I should me. reconsider this co-hosting bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very easy when you're busy um, and you reserve the time. And then if you don't go at that time, you still get charged. Yep, Again, yep. good Important. motivation yeah. for me to go. <laughs> right. And it's 60 minutes. So you get in, you do the treadmill and you're on it for like a 25 or 30 minute block. Um, like I just went yesterday, for example, we did three six minute blocks. Uh-huh. And um, you do it like a push pace, they call it. It's heart rate training, so you wear a heart rate monitor. Right, and it shows um, on a big screen. It's on a big screen, so mm-hmm. if you like to be competitive, not just not with other people, with yourself. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get what they call splat points. So you're oh, trying to get, that. you know, they tell you when you're warming up, you're in the blue, and then you're in the green. Uh-huh. And then when you're pushing it, you're in the orange. And the whole idea is to try to get back to the green when you're gotcha. back at base pace. And then at the end, they tell you how long you spent in each zone, right? Yes. Yes. And they tell you how many splat points you got. So you have, you know, measurable goals when you're really busy. And then there's, it's like a fun, energetic, uh, instructor. And then they also, they switch in. You were talking about the three, six minute blocks in between those. You then go to a different part of the room of the studio and do a few extra, like, bicep curls and calf raises and whatever else yeah so you'll sometimes you'll go back and forth between the rower and the treadmill Mm -hmm. um so there's three areas there's the rower a water rower a water rower i know which Mm -hmm. is unique um for folks who don't i mean 
being a former rower, I know my way around rowing machines, and it's unique to see those. Those are different than the concept to ergometers that you see. It actually has water, and it's round, and you know what it looks like, but it's wooden. It's quite a pretty piece of equipment. Yeah, uh-huh. and then and then they've got the treadmills, and then they've got the floor, they call it. So the floor. <laughs> and then they have a floor. <laughs> the floor. <laughs> I have a floor, too. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, you're, you're doing resistance training, weights, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, um, ab work, leg work, arm work. Mm-hmm. And again, the person, you know, it's one instructor and they go back and forth and they, they'll come around and correct your form. So it's like you're getting a personal trainer, mm-hmm. essentially, but you're in a, a group atmosphere, really fun music. Um, it's motivational. You know, they're kind of mm-hmm. yelling at you the whole time, which I need. <laughs> <laughs> in a nice way. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. <laughs> and you can pick your person, which is really cool too. If you have flexibility in your schedule and you find an instructor who kind of inspires you the right way, uh-huh. then you can always book with, you know, Kelly or Lisa. Right, right. Well, that's why you're saying instructor because I've now taken a couple cycle bar classes. Mm-hmm. And the first one I went to had such an amazing instructor. And so it was me, Molly, Molly's two older daughters, and then the oldest daughter's boyfriend, um, who's a great guy. And so the five of us went over there. And I mean, like, we all just fell in love with the instructor. Like, and I mean, I, I, and, I, and that's called a cycle star. Oh, I did not know <laughs> that. <I didn't. laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, went to cycle bar as well um i've done a few classes there and i always say that i it just varies from cycle star to cycle star mm-hmm. you know are you more motivated by someone um just kind of letting you do the workout and telling you when to switch and what to do or do you like kind of the gospel mm-hmm. cycle star i call them mm-hmm. where they're up there preaching right. and they're like this is your time <laughs> this is your moment yeah, and, yeah. and you're kind of like yes it is like <laughs> This is, you know, this is, and they say, this is your me time. And I think for mother yeah. runners yeah. or just moms, um, I once ran a half marathon just to have two and a half hours to myself. I am not even kidding. It was the 4th of July marathon. <laughs> and Alex likes that. <laughs> I, that is why I signed up. It was a day. I was having a day, you know? And I was like, I am signing up for this half marathon. And it was like, you're after the dates, $95. I'm like, I don't care. Half marathon people. I will pay whatever fee you want me to pay. That's one. I just need to get out of the house. Reminds me of one of Molly's best ever lines. Uh, when she did her first marathon, it was Portland Marathon, and I, I admit, I jumped in. I was a bandit. Um, jumped, joined her. I don't know, mile eighteen, nineteen, and mile twenty-one. She turns to me and she goes, she says, "I just did this so I wouldn't have to cook dinner tonight." <laughs> Exactly, because you get you get you know the hour drive. Sure, yeah. You have to leave early. Right. No one's awake yet. Oh, what are we gonna do for breakfast? I don't know. You're (laughs) on your own. I'm not gonna be able to hear you when you ask. Because I'm gonna be running, and then you're running, and then you get you know you're kind of like I was all by myself. I finished the race, and I'm just hanging out like at the beer tent, you know, just doing my thing. And it's like I took the last shuttle to the parking lot. I was like, like, no, 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 go ahead. I I said, is this the last shuttle? They're like, no, no, there's two more. I'm like, great. Keep, keep going. I'll catch the one that's two after you. And then I took my time driving home. And then it was very much like, I got to put my feet up. You guys, I'm really sore. (laughs) Let's just go out to eat. And we did. We went out to eat. It was great. That's so funny because after the first time I qualified for Boston, there are pictures of me that afternoon, like doing things with my kids. Like, you know, they were younger, so they actually wanted to do things with me over the weekend. And I'm just like, really? Like, why didn't I get a pass from that? Like, Yeah. You know, you live and you learn. Right. right, (laughs) That's the moral of the story for mother runners. Right. Right. 
like after Hood to Coast, I did the same thing. There's pictures of me coming across the finish line with my daughter on my shoulders. No. I'm like, what was happening? I was so deliriously tired. You could have lifted a car. But it just seemed like a good idea. I don't... I look at the pictures now and I'm just like, how did I do that? I got to say that when I see pictures on our Facebook page or Instagram, you know, it's sometimes, you know, when we regram things or something, you see those pictures of women whose kids run up to them during races, giving them hugs, holding signs. I never had any of that. My kids just yeah. are not those kids. And I just, the other day, I honestly was looking at a picture and I got so envious of it. <laughs> I was just like, can we turn the clock back? Can I like train my kids a little better? You know, <laughs> like, I did the race for the roses. Um, which last is a year, race here in town, yep. here in Portland. It's for Albertina Kerr. Yep. Um, great nonprofit for adults with disabilities, mm -hmm. developmental disabilities. Um, and they made the medals. Oh, nice. It was, it was yeah. really sweet. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I told my husband I'm going to be doing like a 10-minute pace. Mm -hmm. All right. He didn't believe me, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. And, and there was nobody at the finish line. No. Now, he was just taking his time. He was thinking, yeah, right. <laughs> she thinks she's going to be doing like 9.15s at first and then kind of oh, no. head out to the 10-minute per mile as she gets a little tired. Oh, no. No, there was nobody there. I can't tell you that. So after when Phoebe went and saw me do the marathon, I PR'd in, which was in Eugene. And I had uh, uh, her kindergarten teacher, who was a friend of mine, that she went down. She stayed, you know, kept Phoebe in her hotel room the night before. Like she was a rock star. And then Phoebe's out there. And okay, yeah, she was only in first grade, I guess. But she just, like, I remember going by her at mile nine. She's like, yeah, mom, go. Like, oh. <laughs> like so, so after that, I'm always my kids. I'm like, cheer loudly. <laughs> yell. And they just, oh, my gosh, mom. Ugh, I could never do that. I could never do that. Yeah, you're practicing. You're running around the neighborhood, and they're standing there holding signs. Like, no. Louder. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> well, now you have a puppy, so maybe you can train the puppy oh, oh, to come know. running up at the end of the race. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So funny. So, so Augie's a French bulldog, and a couple people on on you know Twitter were like, oh, so is he going to run with you? I'm like, nope. Nope, by specific god breed, I would not run with. Because you run with your dog, with your I dog Luna, Luna. That, that on Instagram, I think people sometimes think is Dim's dog, mm -hmm. Dharma. Yeah, not Dharma. No, Mason. Sorry. Mason. God rest Dharma's soul. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, Luna is a silver lab. I know. Beautiful dog. Um, So she looks like a Weimariner. People always think she is. Um, And yeah, she just turned two. Uh-huh. And she's a sweetheart. Yeah. And she went through... Uh, Irma. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she went through the whole deal. She was on a boat. Ugh. She was on a plane. Oh, my gosh. She's been everywhere. Wow. So, but she likes to run with you, yeah? Or she no? loves it. She loves it, but she makes me feel bad. Why? Because she'll run ahead of me if I let her off leash, uh -huh. and then she'll stop and look back at me. <laughs> and it's really pathetic. It's kind of like, oh, you are so slow. Like, I'm being, like, dog shamed. <laughs> So now I put her on the leash, but then she pulls me, and I have the leash that goes around your waist. Oh, that's so no bueno for a did, bigger dog, yeah. Yeah, we did have a moment where she decided to go left around a tree, and I decided to go right. Mm -hmm. But she's yeah. gotten so much better after that, because there was a talking to that happened. And yeah, she's she's been much better since then. Uh -huh. But I do wish I could run off-leash with yeah. her. Are there places you can do that? Not really in Chicago, but there yeah. was in Portland. I used oh, there to do was. it a lot. 
Yeah, oh, out where? our beach house. Oh, okay. In Lincoln yeah. City, which we still have. Yep. Um, and we always used to run up and down the beach together. And it's great because okay. she goes and she sniffs and she runs and she's fast. And then she comes back and like, uh-huh. waits for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I went to this um, dog park. I think it's or it's kind of an open area. It's called Thousand Acres. It's out. Oh, I tried to go there once. I could not find parking. Really? I oh, was so well, you annoyed. go in the wintertime. Because there was tons oh. of parking. No, see, I so, went on a nice day. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, it is out toward the Columbia River Gorge for uh, so, which is east of Portland, and went out there, and so went with my best friend from eighth grade who lives here in town, Stacy, and. Uh, so she has a Weimaraner and, um, and then she was like, oh, so bring Augie. And I was all set to do it. And then suddenly I'm like, this dog has only walked around the block like three times. Like he thinks our little tiny urban lot is big. Yeah. And so my kids were like, mom, you're going to a dog park and you're not going to bring the dog. I'm like, yeah, I'm not bringing the dog. <laughs> and when I got out there, I was so glad I didn't. We walked for like 45 minutes cause we wanted to just catch up and talk. And huh, he would have been either swallowed by mud or, I mean, he doesn't know his own name yet. Yeah. So I would have just been shouting into the wind. And it's a thousand acres. <laughs> a thousand acre dog park is a thousand Think acres. about that, Sarah. It's a thousand acres. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he might not come back. I do think you have to train them um, to go off leash. I mean, I definitely spent a lot of time with Luna. Yeah, no. So Making so, sure she'd come back. So you saying that, I didn't know there was such a thing. I mean, I've never trained him to go off. I mean... He just has no interest in walking, and he's a super little muscular dog. But yeah, um, so I'm not. I'm not. He's not turning into like a butterball. But uh. <laughs> I'm going to pet shame you. Right, I know because <laughs> I haven't seen him yet. He's in his, he's upstairs. Oh, he's upstairs in his crate. Everyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By the way, because Jack's not here, and I don't want him going all over the floor. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't experience that whole running with dog dog park life it's pretty cool like when we get in sync and we're running together it Mm -hmm. is really neat because i have never had a brf oh i've never had a girlfriend Uh to run with i've always been a solo runner um i don't know why maybe people don't like me (laughs) no i don't know why but i've never had a best friend to run with (laughs) Uh you've never had best running friend you've had a best friend (laughs) (laughs) so sad yes i've had some best sympathy points aren't you and i've had some running friends i have not had a brf right you've never had a a hashtag brf Mm -hmm. but now i feel like luna is my brf Mm -hmm. well you know if you're ever gonna find a brf i would say chicago is the place to find one wouldn't you think oh absolutely i see people all the time on our instagram facebook feeds talking about you know running on the waterfront and their eyelashes are all frozen and Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out how close you live to Aubreen Fiore, who is a yeah. mother runner who I just adore. got a Christmas card from her. And um, she's blue eyes. She does have she, she's little blue eyes on Instagram. Little blue eyes on Instagram. I see her all the time. And yeah. I see her running on the waterfront. And I think I feel like we could be friends. Oh, <laughs> I adore her. We she came out here for business once. And or maybe no, I guess she was out here on vacation and um, starting an ice storm. And I put on my yak tracks and walked and went and hung out with her. Um, so yeah, but she lives, I know up by the McCormick, she lives by McCormick place. Yes, she lives. Um, I'm on the North side, but she is closer to the lake. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we can meet up. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, there's, I mean, there's other mother runners in Chicago who spring to mind too. Oh yeah. And, and my little sister is a marathoner. Oh, okay. she's amazing. Okay. And <laughs> we could call her your BRF, even though she'd be your, you know, BRS. My sister? Yeah. yeah, she's way faster than me. Mm-hmm. I think, like, yeah, she maybe I could do the cool down after the marathon with her. 
<laughs> and then even then I might be going too slow. I once tried to run with my brother and his wife um, when we went to the Outer Banks for vacation uh-huh. and they were just just busted away from me and I did the whole like oh my shoes untied go ahead keep going I'll catch up and then they kind of lapped me on the way back uh, sometimes I feel really fast and then other times I run with people oh sure of and course. I'm like, oh, or the, the you know oh I think I'm going oh I think I'm holding a really good pace and then you know the, the Garmin clicks to tell you what your mile pace was it's like really Really, that's what I was doing? Because it yeah. didn't feel like that. It felt like I was really just hopping along here. So I had this hill by my house when I lived in Portland. I lived on Bull Mountain, mm-hmm. literally a mountain. <laughs> and what I would do is I'd walk up to the top and then I'd run down it. Oh, brilliant. And then my little map, my run would be like, <laughs> nice. one mile, eight, 50. I'm all like, that's right. <laughs> it was mainly because my legs were just out of control. <laughs> right. I was like going, I was super fast. People would stop and be like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> his arms like flailing. Right. But right. it's all about that pace. Oh my god. You know, gosh. then you like go on Facebook and you post it. <laughs> right. You're all like, just a little workout today. <laughs> Check out my pace. <laughs> oh, what do you know about social media, Maggie? Oh, uh, nothing. Yeah. I know nothing. Yeah, you might be our communications director. <laughs> <laughs> I know too much. Yes, you do you sure do know a lot about I it. I know too much. Yeah, yeah. So so speaking of that, do any social media interchanges or comments or pictures like really jump out in your mind from AMR? Well, when I go on Instagram and I look at the feed of the people we follow, I'm just in awe mm-hmm. of the women runners out there, especially the ones running right now in the winter. Mm-hmm. They've got the pictures of them frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're completely bad. Ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and also, I Heather, um, she's from my hometown. Oh, right, right. Yes. Your former ambassador. Um, yep. She and she did, didn't run. In school, we were in like theater and stuff together. Right, we are not saying her last name because it is um, has a lot of letters that are in confusing. Uh, yeah, it starts with an R, and I'm going to ruin a it. Y and a K and a C and a. And that's her married name, so I don't want to okay. ruin it. But mm-hmm. um, she she's amazing, and she has now been doing like 50ks and all those. I know this is the woman who. So Heather and her good friend Marianne, they were mm-hmm. um, college friends, I believe, and they. Uh, chronicled their training for their first marathon on another mother runner.com that was probably two i think that was 20 fall of 2015 maybe yeah maybe, yeah i think I so think... i couldn't have been 2014 because that's a long time well, ago. we went to high school together in, in poland ohio tiny little town <laughs> um and we both had this like super short chic haircut mm-hmm. and big brown eyes and people would think like think oh. we were sisters or we looked alike so it's so weird she was in portland when yeah, i she, arrived right yeah she worked at nike and then she moved back to akron oh crazy when i moved to portland because we were going to try to hook up and we just kind of passed each other yeah. but then um through another mother runner i, I was like you know, a huge fan before <laughs> I weaseled my way in. <laughs> and I would see Heather writing the columns. And I, so I reached out to her again and we connected on Facebook. But still, even to this day, when I'm going through the news feed, my kids see her picture with her kids. They're like, uh, Mommy, who are you with? Who are those kids? They get all no jealous because they think <laughs> Heather is me. Even your children confuse the two of you. Yeah, I don't spend much time with my kids. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> they just go up to random people. Are you my mother? <laughs> I love that. I love that book. They yeah, ask. they do too. <laughs> they ask the, the little bird going around asking the beagle, asking the, <laughs> the steam shovel. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah. All right. So, and you, uh, what do you got on your docket for 2018? I know you and I are doing a race together. Yes. Uh-huh. We're doing uh, the retreat relay yeah. yep, in the, Ogden. Uh, Ogden Marathon Relay. I'm doing Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, the Cape Cod half. Okay. The half. I see how you're choosing your races there, Maggie. Yes. Uh, they're all being paid for by Amar. <laughs> right. No, I, I'm definitely doing the Cape Cod half. Uh-huh. Um, can't wait. I've never been to Cape Cod. I've yeah. never been to Ogden. Yep. Yep, so, yep, yep. You're in for a treat for both on both counts. That's exciting. And I I might maybe try to do Chicago. Well, I knew I didn't want to spoil it because we tried to keep it fresh for the podcast, but there was a part of me that was wondering whether you're thinking marathon this year. I'm thinking because it's in a city, so if I want to duck out of it at any point, there's like plenty of coffee shops. I mean, I, it's not like one of those There's an L you're station out nearby in the wild, yeah, yeah, where people can see you. So I feel like I could just easily kind of blend right back you into the crowd. You would not do that. You are a you're <laughs> a reverse sandbagger. <laughs> and I would take her sign and be like, I'm just here to cheer. Go, Mom. Yeah. But my sister has run it. My brother has run it. Yeah. So. When's the registration for, um, when does that open for Chicago? Soon. Soon. Very soon, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to decide. Yeah, uh, because I think you have to plunk down money to even just apply, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So. And then it is a lottery. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So my luck, I'll get in, and <laughs> then I'll have to do it. And then my little sister will be like cheering me on, like, "Uh, my legs are falling asleep from standing here. Why is it taking you so long?" So, and that is, I think that's on the uh, October seventh. I yeah. believe. Yeah, it's yeah. this fall. Mm-hmm. So that would be good timing. That would be three weeks before the Cape Cod mara- half marathon mm-hmm. and the retreat. Mm-hmm. So you have no work obligations that weekend. Like a foam roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> three weeks later when I can stand up. <laughs> right. I don't know. I've always wanted to do it. And I'm really inspired by all the people on AMR who, the first timers, the people who've done it, you know, 12 times. Chicago's a great I think if you want to go do a big marathon, I think Chicago would be a great first marathon. I think the energy would be really cool. Oh, yeah. And I mean, talk about beautiful city. I've also thought about doing the Walt Disney. Because oh. you can, like, stop and take pictures with the characters. <laughs> right. You can sure. Um, do they call them characters? I thought there was another. Is it called I, characters? It's, I'm not a Disney so it's person. A right, there's a right word for it. <laughs> but because um, I just mentioned on last week's podcast uh, that... We, I would say there's a 5% chance that AMR is going to go to Walt Disney Marathon. Well, then year. I will do that marathon. Okay. On AMR's time. Yeah. Because, because I'm again <laughs> sensing a theme here. Uh, the, uh, seriously, Cheap. I mean, yeah. if you, yeah. It looks really fun. I, I saw a ton of my friends did it and I was watching, you know, follow along on Facebook. And oh, can... I mean, people are crossing the finish line, like holding beverages. <laughs> I mean, that is my kind of race. <laughs> do you mean not noon? I say, why wait until the beer tent? <laughs> Give it to me at mile 17. Because really, hey, that's... Hey, Woody, give me that. Mrs. Incredible, wanna, give it to yeah. me. You want to run the last 10 miles feeling good, probably. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I just... The, the weather can be such... I mean, both those races, I would say. I mean, Chicago has such a history of having really hot weather. Yeah, in October. It's usually mm-hmm. usually sunny. This past year, um, we watched and we cheered. Yeah, it was hot this year. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. the course went right by my sister's apartment. And she oh. had she had some friends in the race uh-huh. who were like super fast. So <laughs> I missed them. I was having a donut, okay? <laughs> I don't need to get up that early if I'm not running. There was a donut. There was a coffee involved. And before I knew it, they had already passed. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. So now you still have one kid that's not in school full time. Like how does that? Well, Finn, my youngest, he's mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. and he, he is going to a, um, a Montessori. Oh, that's, okay. That's full day. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he loves it. Um, it's all about organic foods. Oh, and, and, and he likes organic foods. Apparently, I just like reading the menu to my husband. <laughs> it just brings us great joy to be like pomegranate seeds sprinkled with cardamom over rice cakes. Like, what is that? And he eats everything. I mean, I, I'm getting my tuition's worth because that nice. kid eats like a teenager. <laughs> he eats everything. He's like, hey, Max, you going to finish those pomegranate seeds over there? Oh, yeah. He takes people's pomegranate seeds. They had Whole Foods come in and do a demonstration. They took pictures to put on Facebook. Uh-huh. Every single picture, there's like a teacher pushing my kid out of, like, away <laughs> from this guy, JP, who was there, like, with his little demonstration. <laughs> like, Ben's just like, food! <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, that makes a big difference then in your life, having the kids in all three in school. Yeah. Well, my husband and I are both working from home currently. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, okay. Because the, his university is half the students are in England, half the students are in St. Martin. Mm-hmm. They just went back this week. Oh, wow. Um, so I have a large desk and I have offered him half of it. <laughs> nice. and so, That's very generous of you, Maggie. <laughs> yes. We sit together during the day. and Do you really? Yep. I wasn't sure how it would go. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been a solo work at home person for nine years. I am in awe of you. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. And we go to Orange Theory at 1230 every day together. So we hold each other accountable. I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. I know. Is... We'll check in on me in a year. And just <laughs> wow. 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 Because so Jack is a real estate agent and he, I, I think he has an office, uh, <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't go to it very often. I mean, he has to go show houses or go to meetings or whatever. But so he works in um, another room here in our finished basement and I'm upstairs and I, I mean, my thing is I stand up and close the door so I don't have to hear him. <laughs> he talks really loudly on the telephone mm-hmm. and he, uh, he makes a lot of snort noises. Uh, it's not, it's not a cocaine problem. It's just like a, you know, a, a hawking. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a man noise. It's a, it's a middle-aged man noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just wait, honey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're sharing a desk in our bedroom. We have a three bedroom apartment in Chicago. Wow. Um, really high ceiling, so it makes you forget that you're going oh, okay. on top of each other. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what they good. said when they rented it to us. Look uh-huh. at the high ceilings. Like, look up, don't look anywhere else. But it's nice. It's you know, it's city living and it's kinda cool. Yeah. Like, Do you ever escape to a coffee shop though? I don't. I'm not a coffee shop worker. I am not a coffee shop worker either. I would work in my car before I work in a coffee really? shop. Really? Yeah. I don't like hearing other people's You're conversations. I also sort of don't like being in public and having people like... Looking over your shoulder. Well, yeah, looking... Yeah. Yeah, they're getting yeah. all the secrets and then for what, AMR. Right. And then like, what do I do if I have to go to the bathroom? Do I take my laptop with me? Oh, yeah. Well, you find like the most normal looking person sitting around you and ask them to watch it. <laughs> so I am the laptop watcher <laughs> of course when I go you to are. cafes. Yeah, of course Because I, people all the time, they <laughs> think they know me. <laughs> they think they know me from somewhere. They're like, hey, Heather. <laughs> yeah. All the time. You look like, oh, somebody, somebody all the time. And 
So I always get that. And then like I was sitting at the airport and I'm all like, freedom, no kids. I'm traveling alone. And this lady comes up to me with her phone. I'm like, nope, I'm looking around for an escape. There's nowhere. There's a window behind me. I'm thinking, can I jump out? Can I jump out? No, it's an airport. It's probably like triple paned or something. I could I could maybe handle a single pane. Like if I give it a good kick with my heel. And she comes up and she wants to know, how do I get on the Wi-Fi? No, stop. No, you look you look savvy. You look tech savvy, honey. Can you help me? You look young and with it. I'm all like, no, English. <laughs> exactly. No, English. I got to go. <laughs> so I helped her get on. Um, then I helped her connect to Facebook. Then, of course, I showed her how to use Facebook Messenger. I was like, I'm going to send you a bill for this right, lady. Exactly. You know, I charge AMR for this type of advice. Yeah. And then and then she sat behind me on the plane and I had to help her connect to the Southwest no, Wi-Fi. Oh, my goodness. Because she saw me on the Wi-Fi. Oh, Maggie, you got yeah. a you got a big heart. It's so and I funny. told you I was yeah it's... I was reading The Handmaid's Tale. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there were people behind me talking about going to seminary. Oh. It was just all too much. It was it was just four and a half hours of anxiety on this flight. And I thought I was going to be like living the high life, having some wine with no kids on my lap. Such <laughs> of an adult kid surrounding. I ended you. up in the middle seat. Oh my goodness! Yeah, next to a guy who fell asleep and was just snoring and kept kind of landing on my oh, shoulder. Oh, I'd have to the give him worst. a nudge, oh. and then I'm listening to like seminary, so I can't enjoy a Handmaid's Tale because they're like something has to change. And I'm like, <gasps> oh my goodness! And then once in a while, a little tap. I got kicked off the Wi-Fi. Are you still on? Wow! Yeah! Wow! 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 Oh it's my goodness! Life. That's what happens. All right, so, so that's what lesson learned. Don't work in, in, you know, like maybe this is why I don't have a best running friend. <laughs> These are the people I attract to my life. Oh my goodness! So all right, so you admitted that you were, you know, a, a follower of another mother runner before you start working for us. So you know, is it everything you dreamed it would be? <laughs> it is everything and more it's been amazing i i just love being um getting to know everyone i get to go you know to the events yeah um which is really fun i get to hear all the stories yep. um seeing all the partnerships grow which is really exciting yeah i mean 2018 is huge i'm still yep. waiting for my minivan but <laughs> any day now any day uh, now yeah, you have my address so remember what happened to mine <laughs> Gosh, exactly. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Miss my mini man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you had to you had to miss um Spokane last year, so or uh so I'm pleased that you're going to be at both our retreats. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Although Spokane two years ago I mm-hmm. had an epic fall. Oh, I don't oh in the yeah. race. Mm-hmm. I was um jumping over a pile of horse manure. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think anyone who ran that race remembers that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we're not um, doing. That's not. We're not in Spokane this year. We're in Ogden. It we're was on a gorgeous. For it both was of them. beautiful. But there was that one part where the horse trail kind of intersects. Mm. Yeah. So so someone's like, watch out. So I jumped over it and I landed on a root. Oh. I mean, I went flying. And I don't know if you've fallen. Oh yeah. Definitely. As an adult. <laughs> it is. It's not, different. It's different. It's not the same as falling as a five-year-old. It. I have not fallen as an adult. That was my first adult fall. Really? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I I slid uh-huh. for a good five feet. <laughs> there was a lot of gasping. I just, I saw stars. There was a lot of, oh, is she okay? Like people thought I was dead, I think. Oh, no. A couple of people stopped to help me up. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, and but the more people fussed over me, the more embarrassed oh. I felt. Oh, of course, because then you're just just leave me alone. I can I just need to curl yeah. up for a minute and then I'm good. No, and they're like, "Are you okay? Because you're bleeding pretty bad." I'm like, "I'm fine." <laughs> just leave me alone. Just go on, go on. And when I ran across the finish line, you were like, "Yay, there's Maggie!" <laughs> no, it's just trying to hide my arm from you. Because <laughs> so otherwise, I, like, I would have shrieked and I'm been so like, embarrassed. She's bleeding. And then I got to the medical tent and I'm like, "That was a rough course. There's gonna be like 20 women in here." No, really, I was the only one. Oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. 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 You know that, um, I don't mean to laugh at your misfortune, but <laughs> I too one time fell on a trail run and it was because I slid in horse poop. Oh, see? Yeah. Horse poop. Yeah. I was just thinking about that the other day. It's in this lovely, lovely, um, it's called China camp and it's a, I guess it's a park of some sort north of San Francisco in San Rafael. And, oh, that was the first place I ever went trail running with a friend of mine, Dorothy, and I just loved it. And then I totally bit it and got a big gash out of my hand. Yeah. And her son at the time was quite young, and he just thought, and when we got back to Dorothy's house, and I told him that it was because I'd slipped in horse poop, he just howled with laughter. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So we should start a petition for no horse poop Mm -hmm. where either one of us is running right sure enough i sure mean enough. mainly us yeah right but i'm sure i'm sure it will help other people as well right, right. so it's for the greater good right. <laughs> say no to horse poop right. hashtag say no to horse poop. <laughs> on my trail run right. is that too long <laughs> it doesn't take but now that there's 280 characters you know i think it'll be fine on twitter oh that's just for your status update oh yeah so the whole status update could be the hashtag oh all yeah right. i think we could start something <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of useless social media knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So well, all right, Maggie. Well, we are going to you and I are going to reconvene for that cross training episode in mid February. And uh we definitely want folks to let us know how they liked hearing you on the podcast because don't want to say it's a trial run, you know, but now that you've <laughs> elbowed your way in here, but uh, I know. No, I'm really pleased to have fresh blood on here and you know, a young person. Yeah. Oh, good. So stay young, Maggie. I know. Now I feel like my time's going to be up soon. Can <laughs> <No. laughs> make myself relevant again. Right, right. We'll replace you with a newer model. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's check out what Dimity and the Train Like a Mother Club is up to. Hello, hello, everybody. It's Dimity here with your Train Like a Mother Club Corner coming to you from a balmy Denver uh, where winter seems to just have gone MIA. Uh, And I realize that that is not the case for most of the country. And so I have to give major, major props to all of you who are getting it done, whether you are bundling up and heading out into the elements or um, bundling up, heading to the gym, undressing, and hitting the instead mill. Let's not call it the dread mill. That's a term for 2017. Um, just very cool to see you guys make sure that you get your workouts in and keep moving forward even when things aren't, conditions are far from perfect. So this, in that vein, this is um, Aurora who is lives in uh, Goodrich, Wisconsin. She is in the stride into the goo year. She posted a picture this morning of frozen eyelashes, frozen eyebrows. I always love those pictures. Uh, very red cheeks. And she said, um, I was determined and crazy to get the s'more intervals done outside. That's a workout that we have that's a little bit of an homage to the s'more goose stroop waffles. But she did it. Even with the excitement of a snowmobile trail groomer coming up behind me, which threw me off my intervals, 
and had the real feel of negative 14 degrees outside and a good wind pushing me on the way back. Um, I got it done. It made for a great workout in 3.3 miles. So great work on the windy cold workout, Aurora, and everybody else who's getting it done. And have a great week, and we will see you next week. Take care. It is hard to believe, but we are approaching episode number 300. 300. Oh, my goodness. And like we did when we hit 100 and 200, which ended up being two-part episodes, so I guess 101 and uh, 201 as well, uh, they were our favorite moments from podcasts. And so I am looking forward to hear about your favorite moments from the uh, episodes 202 to the most, whatever the most recent one is. And we, I, we put out a call in our newsletter and we already got some emails about it. And unfortunately, alas, the birthing a tampon story was in the already in a best of show because that came in. I don't know. That was like episode like 158. So again, it has the moment or the story or whatever it is has to be in one of the last basically 98 episodes. So if you have such a thing, and I hope you can name the episode it's in, please email it to shopgal at anothermotherrunner.com. That's shopgal at anothermotherrunner.com. And I greatly, greatly appreciate your help because I don't know. Otherwise, you're going to rely on me to go back and dig things out, and we don't want that to happen. So our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles. Many happy miles.